Welcome to the Ed Newsstand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we review on-the-line newsletters about educational tips related to G Suite, or a quick bite newsletters related to educational tips about Apple products. In this week's episode, we will look at our on-the-line newsletter and discuss the differences between extensions, web apps, and G Suite add-ons. I will also provide an example of each you might be interested in using, and I will continue to make my on-the-line newsletters about extensions, web apps, and G Suite add-ons over the next couple of publications to provide a powerful base of resources. To begin explaining the differences between extensions, web apps, and G Suite add-ons, I'd like to borrow the definitions from award-winning blogger Eric Kurtz, who provides great examples on his blog controlaltachieve.com. On his blog, Eric states that at the most basic level, these three items all do the same thing. They help you do something in Google you would not normally be able to do. That is, extend features, tools, and programs that Google has not yet built into their products. Eric Kurtz has created a pretty comprehensive infographic charting the differences between these three downloadable items in the Google Web Store. And you can check out his infographic from June of 2016 on his website controlaltachieve.com. Now, let's take a closer look at each of these resources. Let's start the breakdown of extensions, web apps, and G Suite add-ons by looking at extensions first. Extensions are software programs with a single purpose, to customize or enhance browsing. Extensions tailor functionality and behavior based on your individual need or preference because they extend Chrome's ability by adding a button next to the Omnibox or the address bar. This applies to the current website being viewed. After installing the extension, you have access to it on any website you visit because it's installed to the whole browser. For example, if you're self-conscious about your grammar and spelling, you can install the Grammarly extension and it will help your spelling and grammar on nearly every website you visit, including social media. Have you ever wanted to clean up a website because an article is hard to read with all the clutter around the edges? You can try the Print Friendly extension. With Print Friendly, you can remove ads, navigation, and junk before you print. Pages are optimized for the ultimate print reading experience and, while you read, you can click to delete any content before printing. That means you can remove all or individual images and other text on the website. You can also change the text size from larger to smaller. You can also generate PDFs for archiving, sharing, or saving. And the PDFs include clickable links and source URL so you can continue to interact with the document after it's been sent. No matter what you're looking for, there should be an extension that fits any of your browsing needs. Next, we will look at Chrome apps. Apps are like desktop software programs you install on your computer, except that you use them directly within your browser. The downside to Chrome apps is that they only work on Chromebooks. About a year ago, Google discontinued apps on regular computers and laptops. Some of the newer Chromebooks run the web apps, but can also run apps from the Google Play Store, increasing the amount of choice to the end user. The web app I have featured in this week's uh, newsletter is the Chrome Remote Desktop app. The Chrome Remote Desktop app used to be an app, but now is a combination of an extension and a downloaded program. Chrome Remote Desktop allows users to remotely access other computers through the Chrome browser or a Chromebook. Computers can be made available on a short-term basis for scenarios such as ad hoc remote support, or on a more long-term basis for remote access to your applications and files. 
Some positives for using Chrome Remote Desktop are works with different operating systems, supports multiple monitors, updates very often, and works even when the host user has logged off. Negatives to you using Remote Desktop are you must use Chrome, you're unable to print remote files to a local printer, there's no chat capability, you can't copy files to or from computers, and you're unable to send custom keyboard shortcuts. However, all connections are fully secured. To start using the program, visit remotedesktop.google.com. The final item we are going to look at in this breakdown of additions to the Chrome browser is the G Suite add-on. Add-ons are extra features within G Suite apps that enhance its function. This platform lets you access menu items and sidebars, edit files, and tie into over a dozen Google services without leaving the G Suite app. When I say G Suite app, I'm talking about Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides, and Google Forms. The add-on I've chosen for this episode is Orange Slice, the rubric maker. Orange Slice is a Google Doc add-on that can easily and quickly make rubric selections and convert the analysis or holistic rubric into a percentage or point grade. Orange Slice increases the teacher's grading productivity by eliminating repetitive clicks. It presents the rubric selections in an easy-to-use format and presents the final grade in a consistent, professional format. More time is created for the teacher to provide the needed constructive feedback that students need for success. If you're looking for a quick and easy way to create a rubric, Orange Slice is the tool for you. You can find add-ons by opening a new doc, sheet, slide, or form and choosing Add-on from the menu bar. There, you will be taken to the Chrome Web Store for add-ons where you can easily find and install them. I encourage you to check out all the cool things we've discussed in this episode of the Ed Newsstand podcast. There are extensions, apps, and add-ons to fit just about every occasion. It can be a little overwhelming just scrolling through the choices. I'll continue to provide you with some more extensions and reasons to implement them in your classroom. For now, thanks for listening. Tune in next week when we'll look at our Quick Byte newsletter and dive into the power of the iWork apps that consist of pages, keynote, and numbers. Until next time.